how many things are you doing right now that you're doing because you feel like you have to do them? Now that's very, very to the point question, but I want you to take it seriously. How many things literally are you doing right now, be it in business, in relationships, whatever, at church, you're doing them because you feel like you have to do them. Now I'm asking this question because this week's podcast is all about how to set boundaries between work and family life. And I know that it's something that many of us women battle with. um, And it's a topic that's kind of a hot topic that people are always wanting to know the magic secret recipe or way to do life that and to make everything work and to balance everything and everything ought to be roses. So my first question to you is literally, what are you doing right now that you're doing because you feel like you have to feel again being one of those words I feel like feel the word has come up in the past three or two podcasts and it's so important to recognize what we feel like we need to do because distinguishing what we feel like we need to do and then what we actually want to do or staying within the grace zone of what God um, has asked us to do are two different things Because feeling we can feel guilted into something, we can feel like we're letting someone down if we don't do the thing. And those are all feelings of the feelings that lie to us, which I've spoken and mentioned a little bit about the lies and how feelings lie. So we think that if we don't say yes to something, that the whole world is going to cave around around us, you know, people are going to hate us, etc., But what I've personally had to find um, within myself is an amazing word. It's a word that I use very often now. It's actually a few words, but the main word behind it is no. (laughs) That's the big word. It's an amazing word. And it can be used in lots of different ways that make it sound really nice. No, thank you. That's not for me right now. Are probably the two main ones. So what I would love for you to do, okay, actually first, I want you to know that there's no magic pill. There's no magic wand. It's up to us to take responsibility about what we say yes to and what we say no to. So I have been asked umpteen times to go on summits and speak on this online thing and that online thing. And for me, my most precious thing, apart from time, is my energy. How much energy do I have and how's it going right now? And have I put procurements, if it's the right word, in place or processes, systems, boundaries, whatever you want to call them, in place to make sure I've got enough energy to get through the day um, and do the things that are important for me to be healthy, Jim Ron has a really awesome saying that I absolutely love, and that's I look after me first to then look after you. Um, and it's such a great reminder that I need to look after me for me then to be able to look after you. And so what I want you to do is think about all the things that you're doing right now that you're doing because you felt like you needed to say yes out of guilt, out of 
whatever it is, but in your heart, you kind of like, I'm not 100% in on that, Um, or it just doesn't feel right. And then what are the main things that God has asked you to focus on? Because I can bet your bottom dollar, it's not all the things that you think and feel like you should be doing. And I've been trapped in this a few times now. But after being invited to all these things, and I've I'm quite open with this. I say no to things, no thank you, to things a lot more than I say yes to things. And events or whatever it is have to meet certain criteria for me to find a yes. Because if I said yes to everything, I wouldn't have time to work on my own business. And that's not good. Instead, I'm building someone else's business. Even if I'm getting a little bit of credit out of it or a little bit of exposure, is it worth it? What am I going to get back in return? And how much, the most important thing, how much energy is that going to take for me to do that thing? So your questions are, what have you said yes to? What have you got on your plate right now that you're feeling guilted? into doing and then what has God actually asked you to do so they're two really powerful questions because I believe we um, sometimes lose our way on the map if you like we lose our bearings a little bit things begin to creep in and our compass is no longer set at north it's set slightly southwest or you know uh, south, northwest even that would be a little bit more slight southwest is very extreme <laughs> and we've said yes to things that don't align with us that are going to take our energy and I want you to know that it's okay to pull out of those things the only person you are letting down is yourself for not sticking up for your own boundaries and your own energy and I'm just going to be completely frank with this I know that as Christians we can sometimes feel guilty because Uh, We think that we should serve everyone, that we think we should be saying yes to everything. And uh, people are guilted in to thinking that they're not doing the right thing by God if they're saying no. But I believe God has given us a brain (laughs) and I believe that God wants us to use it. And I believe that Jesus didn't say yes to everyone either. He didn't say yes to every opportunity. He was very kind. He was very gracious But he didn't say yes to everyone. And even though he healed thousands upon thousands of people, he didn't heal everyone. He still chose. So I want to give you the perspective that God is God and you are you. And you are not made to be God. Um, There was a person that has a saying that God has a problem. He thinks he's God. (laughs) And it makes me chuckle every time. Not that I don't think God is God. Um, but we are not here to be God. Yes, we are here to serve in our businesses. Yes, we are here to serve God, but we are here to serve God first over serving man. I want to say that again. We are here to serve God first over man. And sometimes man can become above or louder than God in our lives if we let it or if we just let things slide that's when the mushiness comes into place. So me personally, I've had to set up boundaries so I don't lose all of my energy and end up being no good for anyone. So that when my husband comes home, um, I'm always God before husband as well. Some of you might feel a bit shocked by that, but God is God and I'm more scared of God than my husband. (laughs) 
So um, God is first. I serve God with what he's asked me to do. I say no to the things that don't line up with my values and the boundaries that I've set in place through my systems and processes. Even when something looks like a good idea, sometimes I just say no because of just where my energy is at. No, thank you. Remember the polite way of saying it. And then still managing to have energy for other things at the end of the day is important for me. So what are other things um, that I need energy for? The first one is to make good food for my body so that it's functioning at its capacity. You know, it's being nourished and I'm getting in the nutrients and energy that my body needs. That's including carbs, proteins, uh, macronutrients as well. So making sure I've got energy to do that. Making sure I've got energy to go to the gym to keep my body strong so that if I decide to become a mum one day and God blesses us with a baby, my body is strong and able to carry it. If I want to pick up my nieces and nephews and play with them, I have the strength and energy to do that. So for me, keeping my body strong is very important and it's a boundary that I have in place. But at the same time, I also listen to my body and I rest it when it needs it too. And then there's having enough energy for my husband when he does come home. If I talk to too many people throughout the day, I've run out of words by the time that my husband gets home. So for me, it's really, really important to monitor who am I chatting to on Messenger? Do I need to be talking to them at that particular point? Or do I need space to save my words? Because even writing something in Messenger is use of words, (laughs) even though I'm not saying them out loud. So for me, how am I putting out that energy in the day? And do I need to do that? And I simply stop. If I don't need to be talking to that person about anything in particular um, and I've done my duty as a leader, then I put my boundary up. No, that's enough words. I need to save some for my husband tonight because I want to enjoy time with him. I want to have conversations with him. How's his day gone? What's on his mind at the minute? If I'm not careful and protective of that, he gets the waste of what what's left over, which is not fair on him. So these are just different little boundaries that I put put in place to protect my most second thing apart from time, which is my energy. So for you, what boundaries do you have in place so that you're um, protecting your en- energy? So I don't think necessarily there's such thing as getting it 100% right. But what we can do is we can put in precautions to help save our energy. Because at the end of the day, we've only got so much. And if we're doing it out of the grace of God and in our own energy, we're going to get tired and burn out super quickly. Another way of looking at that is, am I trusting God when I say no thank you to things too? Or am I trembling in the fear of, am I letting God down by saying no? Um, And I think you'll get a very discerning feeling in your tummy if you're really doing something against what God wants you to do. You'll know and you'll feel it. But if you're just saying yes for the sake of saying yes or for the guilt, like the guilt of letting someone down, you're going to feel that as well. So God, I think, respects you 
I mean, he respects you anyway. But just from when I've said no to things and I've just rested in God in that I can only go off my own experience. This is just me showing what I have found happened to me and does happen. But when I say no to things, I find that God blesses me in another area. And I do take that as a well done. You know, you've discerned that well. Um, Here's some work or whatever it is. Here's an opportunity that is a yes. So I want to encourage you to rest in God even more so when you say the no thank yous more than when you do say yes, um, if that makes any sense. Trust in him in the no thank yous more um, than trusting in him in the yeses. Saying the yeses are easy. Saying the noes are a little bit harder, especially if we're people pleasers, which a few of us can be. Um, and again, it's that training of the mind. How do I approach this? And just politely saying no thank you. And I think... I've gone through a lot of boundaries and about boundaries in the Leaders Foundation program because as a leader, I think that it's absolutely 100% crucial that you have boundaries. Absolutely. Otherwise, you are going to burn out and your life's going to be hell. There's no doubt about it. What is and is okay for someone to talk to me and how they talk to me and do I have not the level that I think I'm better than anyone else, but a standard of actually, it's not okay to talk to me like that. Um, And having that sense of having your own back when you have those boundaries in place is really freeing as a leader. I can't tell you how freeing it is. I believe boundaries do create freedom without a sense of doubt. So for example, conference, I actually don't ask for feedback from conference. It's not that I don't want to put on a good show it's because I put my bloody heart and soul into those conferences. And if I don't have that sense of protection over something I've just put my heart and soul in, it can be absolutely crushed and I could be put off for the year after. Now, that's not saying we don't take on criticism and look at how we can improve, but I wait a few months until I've um, kind of come down from conference before I look at any feedback because... I don't think it's right when you've put your heart and soul into something for someone to take that gift away from you Um, or how, again, how we train when we're a little bit in a vulnerable place as a leader. Um, I think that having those boundaries is totally okay. And I go more into that in our Leaders Foundation program that's available for anyone who joins up as a Christian Women in Leadership member. So I hope that gives you some ideas and some freedoms of it's okay as a business owner and as a leader to say no that's not okay to me um or no thank you that's just not the right time for me to do the event or whatever it is uh even if we're like starting out in business I still think it's okay to say no and have those boundaries and I think the sooner that we have them the sooner we gain respect for ourselves and the sooner we can actually take on more because We've got the freedom of how those boundaries work and making sure that you communicate with your team um, or your client or who, whatever it is, what your boundaries are. The communication is absolutely key. Everyone kind of knows what the rules are then um, and what to expect from you and vice versa, what you expect from them. It is freeing as a team 
as well. So my team know that now we've got all these big projects out of the way that I have a day off on a Friday. Don't contact me on the Friday (laughs) unless it's absolutely dire emergency. I really don't want to know because I need time away from building what it is that we're doing so I can clear my mind, so I can rest, and so I can just do other things. And the problem will still be on there on Monday. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? I mean, I care, but, you know, you need to have that freedom and that space um, for the longevity. And so if I communicate that to my team, they know then not to contact me and they're not contacting me and I'm getting resentful for them because I'm trying to have a day off and I haven't communicated that. I hope that example is kind of clear. So communicating clear expectations, communicate, 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 even if it's a no, don't just leave it blank. Say, thank you so much for the offer. This just isn't the right season for me. Thank you very much. It's as simple as polite as that. So easy. Communicate either way, I think is really important. Um, That way people know where they stand with you and your team, but just having those in place. And vice versa for family as well. So if you're working and you've dedicated time in the week to work, I think it's okay for you to bounce those boundaries back to your family. Actually, I'm working this morning. I'm going to dedicate 10 till 2, whatever it is, to do my work. And then I will be your wife or and then X, Y and Z. But right now I've got my work hat on and I'm here to work. And I'm going to blast whatever it is out that I need to get done, get it done. And then I'm going to be 100% available for you after that. I'm going to close the door. I'm going to turn the computer off, whatever it is that you do. Um, and then you're 100% there for your family. Oh, there's also one thing that I must share with you, and that is the do not disturb setting on your phone. I'm telling you, it's a lifesaver for me. I absolutely love it. At least once a day in a work day, I will turn my phone on to do not disturb, and I will just get stuff done. Like the whole world could blow up, and I will be happily working away. <laughs> Just like right now, I'm recording this podcast, my phone is on Do Not Disturb, and I'll look at it when I'm ready to look at it. So notifications aren't going off. I turn off all my notifications on things anyway, because I really don't want to be bugged all the time. So I have no notifications on my computer. The only announcements I have on my phone are phone calls and messages, and even they can't get through to me when it's on Do Not Disturb. That is an amazing boundary to have. And it's just turning that phone on to do not disturb, getting what it is that you need to get done, done. And then when you're ready, turning it back. Now, I don't have kids. You know, my life is very simple. But I think if I actually just needed to get something done, I would still probably use the do not disturb. Because, man, back in the old days, like people used to have to wait for a man to come riding up on a horse to tell them news if something had happened. Like... These days, we are just so accessible instantly. It's not even funny. And I absolutely love the old school way of life. And I think it's still okay to have some old school principles put in place um, to save your energy and to give you boundaries of freedom. So I hope that's given you a few ideas of what you can do to implement into your life to just to help give you freedom and give you some energy savers. 
what do we have coming up in Crucial Women in Business and Leadership? We have the online workshop that you can, it's not just for members, it's for everyone that you can take part. That's on the 15th of June, 10.30am Sydney time. And it's all about going through different um, income streams for you and your business that you can add, that you can add to complement what you already do, or just brainstorm over um, new opportunities um, if you're feeling a little bit lost at the minute. And we also have our winter biz getaway, uh, which is happening on the end of July, which I'm so excited for. And we're going to be going away for a few days in some luxury accommodation. I can't wait to serve all the ladies that are coming. Um, so if you're interested, we do still have a couple of spaces available. They probably won't last very much longer. So please book your spot if you're thinking about coming. And it's a weekend for you to come away to um, just have that space, have that space to think, have that space um, to spend some time with God. Um, this is your weekend away and we've designed it. So there's structure, but there's flexibility. So if you just need to rest and have that time with God and just mellow over some things in your business, that's totally cool. If you want to come and you just want to get things done, we're going to have workstations available. We've got a little planning workshop that we're going to do as well. So you can punch things out to your heart's content if you just need that space to think and do. It's a no judgment weekend. There will be wine at night time, but not too much wine because we're not just going there to get plastered. Of course, we want to have a good time. It's a girls weekend in the sense of time for connection, enjoying good food and wine. But we're there to focus on business and God and to make the most of that time away with him. So love to invite you to join us. That's in Victoria, in Dalesford, just outside of Melbourne and COVID, we We'll just, if something happens, we'll just move the date. That's what we've agreed with the house owner of where we're staying. So do not worry. If you're traveling interstate, just spend the extra 35 bucks on your flight and get a ticket that you has flexibility that you can change the date if you need to. Yeah, and let us know if you've got any questions about it. So I'm SJ, you're listening to the Christian Women in Business and Leadership podcast, and we'll catch you next week. The Christian Women in Business podcast is proudly supported by the Administration Agency administrationagency.com.au